everybody. Welcome to 5 Movie Madness, the podcast that wants to talk to you about your TPS reports. Did you not get the memo? I'm your host, Matt Jansen, and with me as always is Corey. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Very good. I didn't even think of that movie. Joe. <laughs> I don't really like talking about my flair. Okay, okay. Very good. Good pick, Corey. Very good pick. And that's like the definition of the category. And I, Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it would make my top five, but it would certainly be in the discussion. I totally if expected have, Corey to say that. Sorry. If, <laughs> Fair enough. If you... If you haven't guessed, our topic this week is workplace movies. Movies that take place in the workplace. There's a lot of ways you can go with this. You can stretch it any way you'd like to kind of fit whatever caveat you put on it. It's kind of what I did. Thoughts on the category, boys? Easy, hard? Broad. Medium. It was medium for me. <laughs> I I had to choose pretty early on if I was going to like let any type of work go in or... Not so. I decided to try to leave it to like feasible American workplaces, things like everyday American, like jobs that everyday Americans can have. Like that was my thing. Yeah, I tried to do like, like I guess office jobs and like business owners. I, I left sports out of it. Yeah, yeah. If a if a if a majority of the population couldn't do the job, I tried not to put it on there. That was that was where I was at with it. The majority of the movie had to take place at the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the workplace to be a specific part of the plot. Okay. That's kind of how I... Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I wanted, yes. I also wanted the movie to be about the, the job yeah. as opposed to... Yes. Yeah. So. That's like a movie I wanted to include, but had to take off the list because the, mo- the job wasn't really the plot. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's because uh, most movies take place at people's jobs one way or another, but... uh I, I needed the job to be like very specifically like involved with the uh, the main story. So I don't know it was fun though. It was a fun list. I didn't have to watch any movies for this because uh, it's kind of hard. I didn't really do any research either because it's kind of hard to like narrow down like you know what's yeah. a workplace movie, what isn't. It's kind of like up to your own like uh, definition. So I watched three movies for this, and it had nothing to do with me needing to watch it to see if it was going to make my list or not. It was more like. Oh shit, that counts. I haven't watched that in a while. Let me just sit down and watch it real quick. Like it was for yes, pure enjoyment. Like I was just like, I want to watch this movie now. Yeah, I rewatched yes. four movies that are just like, I want to watch this, and it it works. It really Very does, good. man. Yeah, I watched two movies, none of which had to do with this category. They were A Night at the Roxbury and Fury. Because I felt like it. Hey, best job <laughs> I ever had. Thank you very much. Oh, I didn't say that. But <laughs> I don't think it counts. I guess I don't not. think it counts. I don't think everybody can be a tank operator. No, it's also not. True. It's not. Uh, it's also hopefully not a lifelong profession. But I guess to some people it was. Well, God, it, that was dark. Yeah, Why Jesus, am I Corey. Dark this early, <laughs> Jesus. Or it is essential. Three. It is very essential to the plot of the movie. Some it might is. say it is the plot yes. of the movie. Yeah, very <laughs> good point. Best job I ever had. Good quote. Good quote. Wish I led with that. <laughs> Based on behind-the-scenes show notes, we have no emails, we have no reviews. Correct. So, anything crazy happening, guys, this week? What's been going on in your lives? I officially graduated with a master's degree. You did it. Congratulations, Corey. What's your master's in? Uh, Social Studies K-12 Education. All right. Now, what's funny about that is I got done my master's program about eight years ago. 
They, so they just, finally just mailed you the diploma? They wouldn't release it. They, it It's a very long, complicated story. So that's... I owed them $15. It was the principle of the <laughs> thing. At one point, it was, actually. At one point, they did try to say, oh, you have an unpaid parking ticket. I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that's not why. I can still mold the minds of young people. So, yeah. So, after eight years and a literal pandemic, they were finally like, you know what? You're graduated. <laughs> Everybody gets a diploma. Fuck it. <laughs> it was wild. It was a wild couple of days there where I was like, really? I'm done. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We processed it. I'm like, done. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop emailing you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> I'm going to stop it. It was just a separate email every time with the word done in a question mark. <laughs> Not quite that literal, but damn, it was clo- but damn if it wasn't close. So yeah, that's been my my big news is that I'm I'm officially done schooling. Nice. Very good. Yeah, man. Joe, anything from you, bud? Not really, just working hard. Summer. Same. Am I right? Same. Ironically enough, because I'm a teacher, I'm hardly working. Um, good for I'm, you, bud. I'm loving your life right now. Good for you. Yeah, man. I've been picking up a bunch of shifts at the bar. Did some. Still working. working? Yeah, I mean I'm. I can't not work. I'm I'm too much of a busybody. I gotta be doing stuff. Just to sit around. Like teachers that can actually legitimately hit summer and be like, I'm gonna sit down and do nothing. I'm like, I don't know. I drive myself. Time for nuts. three months of my ties. Oh. Bahama Mamas. All the Bahama Bar stool to the next bar stool. Alright. Guess let's get into it then, huh? I'd say well. so. Say. What do you say? Let's go, boys. Alright. This is how the show works. We each have created individual top five movie lists, which will be revealed to you now. There will be a round of five and four and three and so on. If a movie appears on multiple lists, we will table that conversation into a later part in the show. Without further ado, Joe, what's your number five? My number five, I have a feeling is already getting tabled, is uh, it's Boiler Room. Didn't make my list. Wow, okay. Didn't make Corey's list. Uh, it bubbled for me, and I'll explain why it bubbled for me much later on in my list. You don't want to talk about Boiler Room when it's being... Okay. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll explain why <laughs> it bubbled for me. About... I'll, I'll explain the bubble part of it later, though. Well, we Got it. We will talk about okay. Boiler Room now. Yeah, Boiler Room. It's a, it's a movie about stock traders, but they're pump and dump illegal stock traders, and... They're all kind of pieces of crap, which is why it's number five. There's not a likable character in the movie. I like Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, but he is I think he's, not he's also kind of a scumbag. Character. He totally is. But he's making the best of a bad situation for him. At least, like, him taking this job was, like, trying to turn his life around, and he just fell into a bad situation. Yeah, it's just bad, bad luck. I, actually, I'll, I'll nix that, because I think Abby's probably the only decent person in the movie. Yeah. Okay. I love this movie though. This is it, it's it's way up there and like sa- like sales technique movies to me, like scenes that I go back to and like if I need to like when I was a salesman, like you need to learn how to push. Yeah, dude, like whenever like when I was a salesman, the Ben Affleck scenes would like hype me up at, like every morning. I like before I went into my first pitch, I would watch I would watch that scenes. Get up. Move around. Motion creates emotion. Oh, so good. I have a poster that says that. Do you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good names in this, too. There is, like, young... Yeah. Young Vin Diesel. 
Young Scott Kahn. That's it. That's who I can never remember Scotty his name. Kahn. Jamie Kennedy for some reason. Is it yeah. yeah. Is in this movie for about five, ten minutes. Who directed this? I look uh, up. Yeah, I just watched it. I just don't remember the name of the person who directed it. This was absolutely like when we first said workplace movies, I was like, oh, this is making my list. I was sure of it. And then I got down to the end and I, I just. I was also sure of it for you. Yeah. That's... <laughs> it didn't work out. Um, Guy by the name of Ben Younger. Okay. Never heard of him. Let's see what he's also made. Uh, Lead for this. Nothing really. Prime. Nothing I've seen. All right. So, Boiler Room's like his first feature, and yes. you can definitely tell like this is a movie. He, like he grew up watching Wall Street. He grew up watching Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and there's literally a scene with all of them watching Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. No, it's uh, like, Wall Street they're watching. Right? The, Someone Michael Douglas. Yeah, but they also have have Glenn Gary, Glenn like the Ben Affleck scene. He references a, it. Yes, they yeah. re- yes they exactly. reference both. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's absolutely like absolutely true. I like that. It's like, all right, this, this movie, these two movies are really awesome. I'm going to incorporate that into my film. I really respect that from filmmakers. Scorsese did that a lot. I will Car- say the Carantino. scene where they're watching Wall Sorry. Street is the worst scene in the movie. Oh, I love that. They're all yeah. sitting around quoting it in that big empty house because they don't yeah. know what to do with all their money. Yep. Did he just move in? Out no, he's the, been here eight months. Out on the East End, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, off North the Fort? LIE, exit 53. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's where the business is located. I, business like, is I know located. where that is. That's where the business yeah. is located. But he says, I have a ridiculous house on the North Fork. Does he say or does he say South Fork? I forget which fork. But yeah, yeah it's, it's either Hamptons or Orient. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's, it's such, a, it's such a, a good movie. It's also based on, based on a true story. Loosely based on a true story. Um, like I'm sure another movie that we'll talk about later on is. But we'll bring that up later. All right. Perhaps. Boiler Room, Joe's number five. Love it. Glad I made a list. Really, really happy about that. Me too now. I think my list is going to be vastly different from all of yours. Corey, what's your number five? Number five is Clerks. That's a table. Yes! That also makes me happy. (laughs) My number five is a little film called The Internship. Table it. Table. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Might wind up being our number one. <laughs> Depends on what gets fun. Oh my god, it's oh wild. Yep. Uh, Joe, what do you got for number four, buddy? Number four is the slight table. It's Clerks. Oh, okay. awesome. Okay. It's the. I'm not supposed to be here. It's the one of the one of the ultimate American work stories. Yes. Working a crappy job for low pay, no respect. The entire it's the retail. In- the entirety of this movie happens there, except for one scene when they go to the funeral. The entirety right. of this movie happens in one building. Oh, yeah, right. The funeral. Like, Even the hockey's on the roof. The hockey's yeah. on the roof. Yeah, it's unbelievable how much we see about these guys' lives in the span of one small strip mall, which, of course, I've visited. Yes, I've been to. You have to. You can't. You can't be in Red Bank and not go see it. Yeah, it's on my Instagram. You can... I got pictures out, out. I got pictures leading like Silent Bob, uh, out in front nice. of it. Yeah, with Pam with you? No, I was with a bunch of other people I worked with at the time. Oh, okay. So nobody was in the in the photo with me. It's just me. There's no J to my Silent Bob. No J. Oh. No J to my Silent Regrets. Bob. Yeah. Uh, it's Kevin Smith's directorial debut. Um, he made it for like ten thousand dollars, maxing out credit cards. Yeah, yeah. He got a bunch of his buddies to be like the leads in it, and. 
the reason the reason Silent Bob is silent is because Kevin Smith initially planned on playing um oh god what's his name Dante, Dante. Randall not Dante he was gonna play the other one Randall Randall thank you I'm sorry yeah uh, yeah he, really yeah he was planning on playing Randall I don't because... see that at all no Randall I can see Dante yeah. yeah yeah well he wanted to be the one that had all like the quick witted like high philosophy lines that doesn't surprise me and it, yeah exactly and he couldn't he couldn't do it like he he kept getting like camera shy and not being able to remember the line so he brought in his buddy to play randall which is why in all of the clerks universe movies when silent bob speaks he says like some smart shit but he only does it in very short bursts because he can only remember so much like he was only able to remember so much and then it just became a bit he remembered so much more in daredevil <laughs> yeah, yes he does. He gets better. He does. Yeah, I, d- I miss. Go ahead. I just miss having a job like that where you just kind of like sat around all day, like like Randall, is like kind of yeah. like my hero. He, he just embraces like, he it. Yeah, sat around and watched movies, and he loved every second of it. When he got bored, he went next door and talked to his friend. I worked as a graduate assistant in a computer lab at a college, and I sat around and watched movies all day. When I got bored, I talked to the library clerks. That's just kind of, kind of what I did. It's it's really does uh, epitomize like the America Work story. I am not supposed to be here today, but and all this crap's going wrong. I mean, that's probably happened to like everybody. Yeah. And as uh, you know, what you, you, you call it a crappy job now, but like looking back, it's like kind of like the Fonder days, right? There's little to no responsibility, and you're just like hanging out. Again, you're trying to get your life going. I do. It's like, it. a, it's like a stepping stone type deal. But looking back, unless you're like doing like your dream job or like loving what you do every day, that's probably one of the best jobs I've ever had. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. it's definitely it definitely feels like a late high school coming of age tale, right? Like, you feel like these kids are in their late teens, early 20s. And you remember when you were in your late teens and early 20s, like you were just saying, Matt, like, that's the type of job that you had. It's definitely the type of job. I've had many jobs like that. When I worked at Toys R Us, that I did very little work. I There just wasn't a lot to do. Like, you just were there for eight hours, six hours, however long your shift was. And you'd go and find somebody to hang out and talk with because... If you got done all your work, what else were you supposed to do? <laughs> like that's just how it is. Um, and yeah, jobs like this are, are not stressful, even when they are. You know what I mean? Like I go back, think back, and like, man, I remember being stressed. There. And what the hell did I have to stress about? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I remember being stressed at jobs that I had no business being stressed with, and I'm like, I'd go back and do that shit tomorrow. You didn't realize they were the good old days until they're yes. gone. Don't realize you're in the glory days. You just don't. <laughs> It's something fun it's a, to look it's back. It's a damn on. shame. Something it messed sure up with is. our brains. Yeah. Anyway, good choice, guys. Yeah, Clerks very is very good. Clerks is great. It's a it's a very classic movie for this. Yeah. And and wait, Matt, you didn't even it didn't even. No, I didn't click. Didn't click on you. Okay. I went I went in a different direction, I guess. But uh, would it yeah. have would it have made it if if it had been written down on like the, your initial if you'd list? Thought of it earlier. Yeah, if you had thought of it earlier, would it have made the list? Um, I mean, my number five was the internship. I do like that movie more than Clerks. Okay, maybe if, maybe it would take the place of my number four. Okay, but uh, yeah, you know, if it comes up on the list, I, I got no problem like ranking it 
high. Like it's it's a good movie. It certainly fits the category. Gotcha. Okay. So. Cool. Mm-hmm. Speaking of your number four, I think we're up to actually Corey's, Corey's number. Corey's number Sorry. four. Corey's yeah. number four, which is Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy. I did not consider that a workplace movie. Didn't think of it, but good choice. <laughs> a lot of that movie takes place in the studio where he's working. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fair. No. That that totally counts. fair. Yeah. That totally counts. Yeah. I just didn't think of it. No. To- I, again, totally fair. I. Uh, it's. The Will Ferrell movie that's on the top of most people's list that I'm just not that big of a fan of. It's just me, personally, sure. but it fits the category, for sure. It's got some good quotable lines. It was very funny when I first saw it. I don't know that it aged as well as some of his other movies. I feel like I can't go back and rewatch Anchorman as much as, like, say, Step Brothers. Um, I like Step Brothers more. Oh, I also, I very much so. Very much like Step Brothers more. But, I could flip a coin. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so it, it's about, I mean, I think everybody's seen this movie. It's about a, a TV reporter in, what, the 70s, I guess? Yep. I believe so, yeah. Um, and his insane life, and it's hysterical. It's as if they're, like, these... They're local celebrities. Yeah, local news hosts are, like, actual rock and roll stars. Um, the main cast is chock-filled with really funny people, and then all the other people they got to come and... Be in for bit parts and stuff is it's a star-studded movie. 100%. It really is. The fight. It, it, it's also a movie that I wish could have just been one and done. This is the movie that I still haven't seen the second one, and you shouldn't. Okay. I, and like that's the problem. I heard there's like, one funny scene. Yeah, I of course. I mean, there's always at least one funny scene in a Will Ferrell movie. It doesn't make it a, a movie worth watching or making for that matter. A couple of funny parts in Anchorman too. It's not it's not particularly good in the slightest, but they, yeah. they waited too long. They they waited too long. They waited too long, but I, I don't even I think there's something to be said about movies that can come out, be made, be done, and let's move on to the next project and not try to go back into that well because we think it's just a moneymaker. Like that's, that's the problem, is the money. Yeah, and I get it, but like That's why we have three hangovers. For the news being the central theme of the movie, and specifically news in the 70s, news coverage has evolved. So they could have made Anchorman 3, 4. If they kept it going, I think that would have been a great series. But they, I feel they waited too long and tried to get it all out in like one sequel. And it, was, and it, just, yeah. it, it fell flat. It didn't work. There yeah. was no plan there. It was probably initially meant to be a one and done, and they've made a sequel based on its popularity, which is how a lot of these things go. But having news as your central theme, you could have done a whole lot more with it. I will say that, like... The Anchorman pandemic movie. Imagine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just them slowly devolving, going from, like, their nice suits to just, like, (laughs) their undershirts with, like, long, scraggly beards. Hysterical. Them on a Um, Zoom call? Yeah, exactly. I can't figure out how to close the window, Brick. (laughs) Brick, Brick stands Rick. up in the middle of it, no pants on. He randomly appears in everybody's Zoom window. Like, Brick, how are you getting here? <laughs> That'd be good. Um, they do do like they do make like the the twenty four hour news cycle as a point in the in the second one, which I I thought was a funny yes. critique on society, if you were as it were. Um, but yeah, Anchorman one is great. Again, super quotable. San Diego, like. It, it's hard to find somebody who won't quote this movie at some point in their lives. So, and oh. again, it, it fits, it, it fits the mold. It's a workplace and yeah, I yeah. liked it. I Not liked it. Bad choice. 
Unlike milk, this was a good choice. <laughs> hey. Very good. All right. My number four movie is a Will Ferrell movie also. It's The Other Guys. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that either. Fuck. Right? I mean, a lot of it takes place in the police station. Their jobs is a central theme of the movie. They have diff- they are, have different roles th- throughout the precinct. Uh, they deal with their boss and the police pension fund, which is something you deal like you deal with pensions and, and 401ks and stuff. So I feel it totally fits. Right? I'm so mad okay. at myself. I'm so mad at my- I would absolutely have dropped Anchorman and put the other guys in. Okay. A hundred percent. I get... That's so... I, I, I love yeah, the other I didn't guys. even think law enforcement. Like, anything like that, I didn't even oh think of God, for this. Yeah. But that's, total, that's totally legit. Yeah, it, you could have made a whole list of just law enforcement mm-hmm. movies, but I feel this one kind of, like, personified the workplace, so to speak. No, that's fair. It's It's very... It's very nine to fivey version of the. Uh, sure. They're, well, that's it, right? Because they're they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're essentially in like the white collar division, so mm-hmm. so they they shouldn't be going out and doing all like, this high speed chases and stuff like that. Yet somehow they manage to f- accidentally fall into, those stereotypes doing a white collar crime, which, is honestly it's so much more funny that way in my opinion. I find this movie. Endlessly funny. If it's on, yeah. I, I stop and watch it 100% of the time. It's it's a hysterical movie. And just thinking about funny. the aspect of like a like corporate America or just a regular job in America. I mean, you got your two hotshot guys that everyone kind of looks up to. And they're like, oh, man, I want to be that guy one day. Or that's the position I want. They have a chance to fill that void. And they're battling another team to try to fill that void. And they're idiots, man. I work with idiots all day long. <laughs> People are just dumb. You interact with, Don't we all? with stupid people at your job. <laughs> and I'm sure there's people at my job that say the same thing about me. It's just it's just how we like deal with each other, right? Mm-hmm. And just I my favorite scenes in this movie is Michael Keaton as the captain, as the boss. Like it's, it's dealing with like a funny boss who's not trying to be funny, he just is funny. It's 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 just great. It fits, it it works as a workplace movie. Are you, you quoting seen... TLC? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Nobody says creep, creep, unless they're quoting TLC. And he actually has another job at Bed Bath & Beyond, right? Who doesn't have a side job every once in a while? <laughs> you got to do it. got to make ends meet. Yeah, man. It's, uh... The fact that he's not doing it on a police captain's salary is just sad. Well, he has to pay for his transsexual son to become a DJ. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I forgot how pricey that can be. Yep. There was... Um... One of the things I like about this movie too is is that Will Ferrell, despite having like quote unquote demons and having like the other ridiculous side to him, plays Gator? the yeah Gator. Gator. <laughs> he plays the str- he plays the straight guy way like he's way more serious in this than he like it's funny and how he portrays it is funny, but he's more like low key typical white bread, not punches the clock nine to five type guy. Which isn't what he does in a lot of his movies. He usually plays somebody a little ridiculous. Does actually blow my mind. Is is Will Ferrell the straight man in this? I don't know. I, don't, I thought I always I don't thought Mark Wahlberg one. was the straight man, but or like they're both kind of. It's weird. They, they're, they're both kind of a straight man. They've which yeah. is what's so funny. Yeah, and, and and it's such an oil and like an oil and water mixture as a partnership. Like yeah. they, they're mm-hmm. they're so they're such different types of people and such different types of cops that like them coming together and the hijinks that ensue are phenomenal. 
oh, they must be Colombian drug lords. Where are you getting that from? That's his. That's a hysterical line. Yeah. It is, in my opinion, the other guys is one of the more underrated Will Ferrell movies. Oh, definitely. Sure. Like, people do not respect how funny that movie really is. It came and went. Uh, but it's we'll get to that list for Will Ferrell movies at another time. I'm sure, I'm call sure we will. Yeah. Definitely. For Will Ferrell's character, though, like everybody's office has the gullible guy. Uh, the desk pop. Yeah, the, the desk pop. pop. Like I, I worked with a guy, and um, he was like our gopher. Like if, if we ran out of supplies, we'd go out with the corporate guard. He'd get some, and he was just dumb, man. <laughs> and we would mess with them, you know, all in good fun. We weren't bullies or anything, but we ran out of toilet paper in the women's bathroom. We literally had no toilet paper in the building except for the men's bathroom. So it was my job to send this person out to buy toilet paper, right? So I said, now, it's the ladies' room, so make sure you ask for female toilet paper. <laughs> and he just looked at me, and I'm like, I'm like, what don't you understand? And he's like, female toilet paper? I'm like, yes, ask for female toilet paper. It's the ladies' room. I shouldn't have to explain this to you. He goes, okay. I shouldn't have to explain <laughs> this. You went to health class, right? <laughs> so he buys the toilet paper. He walks into my office. My back was to the door, and he had this big thing of toilet paper. He just threw it at me. <laughs> like, it was really mad. It must have been a really funny scene when he purchased this toilet paper. But it was really funny. But he could talk him into anything. Like, we told him there was a trap door leading to the basement, but it was, it was behind Dave's desk, and Dave was like the COO. <laughs> did he, oh, I was going to say, did he do the thing where he just went down the stairs going behind his desk? No, no, he, he walked into Dave's office. And we're like, just go in there. Dave's cool. We'll, he knows it. And he walks in, and Dave's like, what are you doing in here? He's like, oh, I just got to get to the basement. We had no basement. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, this that's poor sucks. guy. That sucks to be that guy. It's funny. He's a good guy. Scullable. It's funny. But yeah, yeah, there's guys you work with like that. Will Ferrell is that guy. Definitely. The desk yeah. pop. Yep. Talk him into anything. The amount of times they get tricked to see Jersey Boys. <laughs> you Nets totally games. undersold it. Yeah, yeah. I was very much looking forward to the water. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing Bad Cop, Bad Cop, right? <laughs> bad Cop, Bad Cop. I saw how yeah. hard you were going. I had to amp it up. Anyway. Great movie. I'm sure we're yeah, going to talk absolutely. about it on lists in we the could. future. Yeah. Joe, number three. Matt, my number three it might get retabled, but it's the internship. Table. Oh, yeah, Corey. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Corey, what's number three? Tommy Boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. works. That's he's a good a, one. So He's a traveling un- unsurprisingly, salesman. Unsurprisingly, it's a workplace. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, Pretty much the entire movie is that, him that's working. That's a great pick. I love that movie. I just didn't think of it for this. Yeah, it's it was. There are a couple movies that I'm like, I could definitely defend that it's a workplace if it came down to like brass tacks, and we were like, I'm not sure if it's a workplace. But that one, I was not afraid of at all. I'm like, he's a traveling salesman. That's a job. That's, that's his, a, the car is the workplace. The hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. Yep. Um, this is probably one of the first movies. I fell in love with as a kid. Same. Yeah, I I remember seeing it as a kid, falling in love with it as a kid. It was silly. The adult, there's a lot of adult humor in there, but it's subtle enough and over my head enough that my parents didn't mind me watching it. Like it was, yeah, I I love this movie. Chris, um, Chris Farley and David Spade, just being the superior team up in my opinion. Black Sheep doesn't hold the candle to Tommy I, Boy. Definitely not. Definitely not. Again. Going back to movies that probably are like money grabs and aren't as good, 
Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, same thing. I like Tommy Boy. I like Tommy Boy more. I don't dislike Black Sheep. I wish Chris Farley stuck around. Well, Black Sheep's fun. Because yeah, no, me too. that could have been like an all-time great comedic duo. That, I mean, Definitely. It feels like they should have made like five or six movies. Like maybe, They should have yeah. been like the Will Ferrell... John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I mean, like talking about Chris Farley and the tragedy of that. Like all of the the um, every movie that Adam Sandler made that has Kevin James in it was a was a thing made for Chris Farley. Was the what was that movie called? Um, I guess early on. Yeah, I don't know about now, but sure. But the the the, the one movie where they're all parents, grown ups, all grown ups, grown ups. Yes. Uh, Kevin James's character in Grown Ups was like written for Chris Farley. But that was like years after the fact. I think he had the idea for the movie when he was younger. Might have just been an old okay. script. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. And like the the it was originally that's what I had heard is that it was originally written for. I mean, for hearing that, I would believe it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tommy Boy's a story about a a, a kid who was able to skate through his entire life because. His dad was the boss. His dad had all the money and all the power. Didn't need it. Didn't need to do very much. And then, dad dies, and he's put in a, an awkward position to grow up and save the company. It's in his hands, and he has to save it. And, goddamn, does he do a hysterical job? <laughs> the the scene when they when he first like it all clicks for him, and like he makes his first sale. Chicken wings, yeah. Chicken wings, yeah. <laughs> so good. And again, the scene leading up to it is like he's in the. They're in the diner. He's like, it doesn't hurt so much here or here, but right here. Nobody can see you doing that, Corey. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But if you've seen the movie, you know what scene I'm talking about. Um, or the, I think it's the scene before that when he's just destroying the guy's model car in his office. Yeah. Oh, God, he's yeah. setting it on fire. <laughs> Newbie's in the cure- corner puking his guts out. All because you wanted to save a couple bucks. You know what? And with that scene with the guarantee on the box, I think of that. Like, why would you put a guarantee on the box unless you think it's going to break? <laughs> Tommy Boy makes <laughs> question my purchasing habits. I know that this <laughs> sold you a guaranteed piece, piece of, of shit. shit. <laughs> now, if you want me to take a dump in a box and slap a Murphy sticker guaranteed. on it, I will. I got a, I got some spare time. <laughs> I've got a few minutes. Yeah, I love, uh, I love Tommy Boy. I love that this. This is one, the one of the ones at, I rewatched. The speech at the end too. Like Bill, I lost my virginity to your, your, your daughter. What, Bob? Bob, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my virginity to your daughter for Christ's sake. Oh, so good. Uh, it's Herbie Hancock. That's it. <laughs> and singing the Carpenters while driving. Now that's that's the most iconic <laughs> yep. scene in the movie. Me and my friends still do that in the car, cha- like a bunch of idiots. I can change it if you want. No, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I can take it if you can. Fine. They're crying when they're singing. <laughs> so, oh, the Carpenters. Yes. Good pick, Corey. Yeah, good. That was a fun trip down memory lane. Of the nine movies, or less than nine nine reveals so far, there's not a bad movie on the list, boys. No. So. Just give it time. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's see how we, how we do with my number three here. Yeah. This might be a stretch, but I went with Unstoppable. I mean, I did sort of watch it for this topic. I don't consider it a workplace movie, but they're doing a job. It is the theme of there are layoffs. Chris Pine is a guy that's working. He has to, like, butt heads with, like, the union older guys. And he, like, 
can't really get by. I can I can deal with um, having somebody outrank you, make a terrible, terrible decision. Like there's a lot of things that like apply to like do. the work work life. So yeah. I I just kind of like rolled with it. Okay. And also yeah, the fact that fair. if you haven't seen Unstoppable, spoiler alert. Denzel Washington got laid off and like this is like his last couple weeks on the job and he's still trying to do a good job like I respect the hell out of that I'm not doing it for you <laughs> I like his camaraderie with Chris Pine if you haven't seen Unstoppable it's literally a runaway train and yeah. it's two guys trying the to interesting thing it. about Unstoppable is there's no like they had to make the the vice president a, the antagonist because there is no antagonist no. it's just a train, it's a train that's moving that's it Kevin Dunn is the, I guess, is the Mayor Vaughn Jaws type character of, yes. of, of this movie, because Unstoppable is Jaws. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I guess an analogy more than when you first said that to me. I was like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're just trying to track down a runaway train. It's their job. Um, Denzel Washington is the conductor, right? Or is uh, Chris Pine's the conductor, conductor and Denzel Washington is yeah. just driving the train. Just driving the train. That's it. And like he's like the old guy in the job that knows everything. He's like from like this point to this signpost is is twenty seven cars. Don't ask me how I know that. I just do because he's been doing it for such a long time. He just knows his mm-hmm. job very well. And I am a sucker for movies where people have to characters in the movie have to watch the action and they're like cheering like it's a sporting event. That gets me every single time. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like Mission Control and like an Armageddon or something. Yes. They're just, they're four spectators. Mm-hmm. Love it. So yeah, no, it's a really great movie. I watched it for the first time very recently. I don't fault you for this. No, I get it. It's people work on the railroad, man, and like yeah. Also, this whole thing starts because two assholes wanted to cut corners, right? Yeah. And you run into that at your job all the time, right? This guy did something stupid, and now we're all doomed. And now we're all gonna <laughs> die. die. And now we're all gonna die. Jesus. Usually not those particular stakes, but I get it. It's it's a fun rewatch, also. Like if if you get a chance to do it, it's because, because like you turn into a train expert just because you've seen the movie a couple of times. Like when they're suggesting stuff, you're just shaking your head like that's not gonna work. Work. <laughs> and all the times I've seen this movie, that's never worked. Like you got a down break. That train's never gonna make that curve. What are you thinking? A derailer at this point at that speed? No way. <laughs> conventional wisdom says you're just gunning it in the opposite direction (laughs) that's it so good and ned is the greatest character in movie history ned which one's ned driving the pickup truck oh yeah (laughs) i love at the end of his uh little press conference they're like were you nervous doing all this he's like no i was in my comfort zone Driving my pickup. That was it. So, yeah. Unstoppable, great movie if you haven't seen it. It's a great movie. Yes. Fits the category somewhat. <laughs> enough. <laughs> I think it fits it enough. I mean, the whole movie takes place at their place of work. Work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're working. <laughs> they are working. So They are on the clock. Yes, hey, they. listen, if a car, if, if a Corvette, Chevy, whatever the hell... David Spade owns and Tommy Boy counts. A train counts too. Absolutely. That car has so many M and M's in the dash. Yeah. I think you'll be all right here. They got a thin, thin candy, candy shell. Show. I think your brain is a thick candy shell. 
You're the one with the shell on it. I like that too when they're reading their map and it's like, oh, where's more around? Here it is. And he... yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe, number two. My number two is Office Space. That is my number two. Hell yeah. Didn't make your list, Corey? It's... It didn't. It was such an obvious one that I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can if I can do better. I it's a great movie. I don't fault anybody for making it number two. It's like the quintessential workplace movie. It's the it movie is, you think of. That's the reason why it's two. when the category yeah. gets announced. It's like oh, yep. okay, definitely. That was the first space. one yep. again. No brainer. Yep. Again, right when we did, I was like, boiler room, office space. Let's see where these guys are gonna are gonna rank. Yeah. And I was like, wow, weird. I was like workplace movies. I don't want to jump to any conclusions. <laughs> But office space. <laughs> the one that has office in the fucking title. That is a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> it, it's so bad. What was that man thinking? Jump to conclusions, Matt. It's a jump to conclusions, Different Matt. conclusions. Conclusions you can jump, jump to. to. <laughs> uh, anyone who's had an office job can relate to this movie from commuting to work to sitting in a cubicle to just dealing with bureaucratic bullshit all day long. TPS reports. There, some form of a TPS report exists in every single office-based company, and the format changes. And if you don't follow it, there are nine people coming to your desk to tell you you did that wrong, and they're all very what? nice about it. But it's sickening. Uh, what the fuck is a TPS? Report? I haven't had one of those jobs, but this movie still resonates. Yeah. What, Corey? Corey? He froze. We'll give him a second. Okay. Corey? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay. What were you saying? I said, what is a TPS report? I, I legitimately don't know. Uh, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but in the movie Office Space, um, our hero fills out his TPS report incorrectly. And for... Oh, no, the... uh, I know that, yeah. but like I, you said like every place has a TPS has, report. Has a, like... Like a, a form of that. Like, oh, like, gotcha, like, gotcha, like gotcha. A, okay. something you do, like... <laughs> Like, okay. It's yep. a test procedure specification report. There you go. Gross. Like I got it. Sounds very boring. I got to work on a line of balance at work, and we've we've had ten different format changes. So I'll submit my line of balance, and then I'll have somebody go, "Hey, so column F." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I forgot. Then you'll fix it, and then somebody else comes in an hour later and goes, "Hey, I saw your line of balance. Um, did you notice column? Yes, I noticed column." <laughs> It's just make a sign, hold it up. Yes, I know about column F. Pretty much, man. And he just—it's just the same monotonous crap every single day. But you got your buddies, you hang out, you know, you yep. you, you go on coffee breaks and you talk about like life outside of the office, and you realize this is not your dream job, but you're just, you know, you got to pay the bills, right? So that's yeah. like pretty much like that is office space. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's one of the first like. R-rated comedies I ever saw, so okay. it also resonates with me that way. I've seen this movie like 30 times. It's It's got the classic scene of them just destroying the copy machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, is that the copy machine? Oh, yeah. the fax no, machine? No, the fax machine. Yeah, the fax, fax machine, machine yeah. PC like, load letter, what the fuck, the does, fuck that does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a gangster rap. Yeah. Oh, it's just... It's created by uh, the guy who did Beavis and Butthead, Mike, Mike Judge. Judge. Yep. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, this the... F- Hearing the receptionist, like just a moment. <laughs> yep. And Milton, the most oh, iconic yes. office character oh, of yeah. all time. Yep. I believe you have my stapler. Burn the stapler. There were there were squirrels around. outside, and they were in love. I was told I could listen to music at a reasonable volume. 
<laughs> Doesn't get the cake. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they they fired him a while ago, but they were still paying him. So it was like we fixed we, we fixed it. We fixed the glitch. We like to no longer get a check. We, we like to avoid confrontation at, at all at all costs. Uh, the bobs. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, that's the non-work aspect. Like his neighbor, like he lives in a condo with really thin walls. <laughs> oh, Diedrich Potter, I love him. I won't tell anybody either, man. <laughs> hey, no, he's cool. Hey. The... Hey, Peter, Channel 6, the breast lady's back on. <laughs> the breasting shift. <laughs> know what I'd do with a million dollars, man? I'll tell you what I'd do. Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> what? Now I figure if I had a million dollars, I could hook that up. <laughs> yeah. What would you do with a million dollars? You mean besides two chicks time? at the same time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, has anyone at um, your work ever told you you had a case of the Mondays? No, man. No. Oh. Hell no. Hell no. I think you get your ass kicked. Your ass kicked like, like that. Uh, that's I like it, to think people are quoting this along with us. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's really good. Definitely fits. It's like, I couldn't leave it off. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, I... Yeah, I same. Tr- I truly respect respect that, and I felt like it was going to make a list. I was like, you know what? Let's let's see if I can get something else in there. Right. Yeah, my biggest dilemma was where do I put it? Yeah. yeah I saw it too. Like, for... It being iconic, like I like in mm-hmm. my head, I'm like, oh, this is definitely gonna Gets be my points. number one. But like, eh, I, I like my number one a little bit better. So, so do I. All right. Very curious of what you guys' number ones are. Same. But before we get to that, Corey, what's your number two? Could you imagine if it wasn't the internship and that was my number one? That could be. Uh, no, it's not. The internship's my number two. Okay. Yeah, my inter- right. Yep. We're right. finally good to talk about it, boys. Internship. Uh. Dear God, if this movie does not grow on you, you have to watch it twice. I'm convinced that nobody likes it the first time around. I liked it the first. I time. I love this. Movie. I thought it was, I thought it was yeah. pretty good the first time around, and I watched it the second time, and I fell in love with it. It's one of the most enjoyable movies I've ever seen. It like, really <laughs> is. I I walked into it thinking it was just going to be like a hack job wedding crashers. It's not not it's, that, but it sort of is. But it's it's sort so, of I'm is. okay with it, dude. It really works. God, this movie is funny. It's heartwarming. Again, just incredibly entertaining. I feel from start to finish. Good heartwarming comedies have to have that one cringy scene, and I think this this movie has like my favorite cringy scene, where mm-hmm. where um, Vince Vaughn's character does that great work, but he doesn't follow instructions, and none of it counts. Oh. And it's like, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, man. And he's doing such a good job, and you know it's going to happen. Boy, I don't have that thing at the bottom. What? And, like, he gets no points or whatever. The plot of the movie, it's two older guys get an internship at Google. It's been spot in its own Wilson. It's hilarious. And yeah. <laughs> um, we got an email from the last show that we did after we said we like this movie, just railing on <laughs> On this movie, and like, and I think that's the general consensus out there is it's not that good. I don't know what the hell people are talking about. <laughs> it is the lowest. It is the lowest rated movie via Rotten Tomatoes on my list at thirty-five. Yeah, easily, easily the lowest on my list. I don't care. No. Oh, I don't care either. Means I nothing. was like, this, no, it means nothing to me. It's got Dylan O'Brien, which is low-key great for me. I love seeing Dylan O'Brien in things. Maybe because I know his cousin. I don't know. It's a good cast. Met him at, met him at a wedding once. It was it great. It was a good cast. Yeah, the cast is really good. Rose Byrne, Max Mengele is our antagonist. Josh Gad is like... He's our... Low-key the, low the hero. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
when they walk in with the pizza with um the flash dance music playing in the background i mean it's it's an emotional scene man i get choked up every single time i don't know why my wife i don't know my why. wife thinks yeah, i'm my wife thinks i'm an idiot <laughs> because i'm crying during the internship but like i don't know they're like just so happy and you know they're gonna win <laughs> and it's yeah. like it's like it's awesome man it's such, such i've a never I've, i haven't cried during that scene it's more of a stand-up and cheer scene for i don't me. know i just yeah i definitely get goosebumps I 100% get goosebumps. Yeah. Like, I, I don't fault you for it. I, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I just, that's that's kind of like the reverse end of the spectrum for me. No, it's just, I'm just so happy for them, right? It's, it's more like they're, okay, they're well, doing it, right? They're, we're adjacent. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, it's, it's such a good movie. It's so funny. The Quidditch scene, man, it's... <laughs> Time to fake it's an injury. Good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when he's swing the broom wildly and the ref's like, keep it between your legs. <laughs> I got it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I do. It. I do want. I should say. I wish I knew how closely related to an actual internship at Google this this is. Like, I can see uh, some of the things being like pretty like almost definitely being part of like. Develop- I'm sure, the office is nice. Like, yeah, that. I don't think yeah, they're doing I mean, crazy. Uh, I don't think they're doing Quidditch no. necessarily, but like doing tech support. That, probably, like, that's probably yeah. something that you have to do. Develop an app, probably something you have to do. It's just like playing Quidditch. Well, I mean, I would imagine if you're not hired to develop apps, you're probably not required to develop apps. But well, because there's no movie if it's if it's that accurate. I guess that's true. Love Lyle. That's also Lyle. Big big head from Silicon Valley. Want to join the Lyle High Club? Oh, if you ever. Get this the, the the hard copy version of this movie, and there is a director's cut. Don't watch it. Don't watch the unrated version. It is like significantly worse. Really? Yeah. Because there's like it's like six minutes longer, and I was just curious because I I bought this movie a while ago on digital, and it turns out I don't have the unrated one. I didn't even know there was one. It's um. So I was just curious, what else is different? The the strip club scene is longer. That makes sense. And um, there's just like random, I guess. Scenes go a little bit like like ten seconds extra with like an extra joke that doesn't need to be there. Okay. It's just, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. the theatrical cut is the best cut. Okay. My opening line was almost you might want to double up on the underwear next time. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Happened. Some might consider it a compliment actually. <laughs> Some would say that's the point. <laughs> I'm impressed with the recharge time. <laughs> So we'll put it on the line. Online. <laughs> that's yes, an exchange that's of grand moment, bitches. <laughs> that's we're putting it on the line. I just watched it and I already kind of watched it. I, 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 I might, I might so watch it tonight. I might, I might watch oh, it tonight. What? I might throw it on. How many stars do you think I gave it on Letterbox? Four. Probably three five, and a half. Right? It is out of five. Let's see. It's a fun game. This is a fun game. I'm going no dead air involved. <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah. five. Amazing. Amazing. Ah, Good. Awesome. Okay. Now that we've lost all credibility, let's move on to our number ones. <laughs> right. I regret nothing, and I will stand by. No, that's this fair. Movie. Uh, this is this movie being good, enjoyable, and funny is a hill I am willing to die yeah. on. They're all true. If we if this show ever takes off, this is going to be like our thing, like our inside joke is how much we all love the internet. Yeah, yeah. 
Definitely. compared to the rest of like the film critic universe <laughs> the rest of the world <laughs> um all right so my number two was office space so we are up to yes. the round of one okay so, what's your number one pressure's off my number one workplace movie is the social network that is my f- top bubble okay also my top bubble i couldn't do it well i'm glad they bubbled i'm glad it bubbled because i think this movie is amazing. it is like my top 10 movies of all time changes all the time it's definitely mm-hmm. in the mix i love this movie so much yeah I, no mine too i wasn't i wasn't convinced that it was a job for enough of the time does that make that sense? was my problem with it well like, the, it's it's a new age job. Like this is the yeah. creation of a business. Yes, this this is all he's doing is working is the entire time. You you're right. You're absolutely right. Like I, I definitely yeah, don't like, fault you. Like I definitely struggled with it versus the the tech not technical definition, but I guess the the commonplace definition of a workplace yep. movie, but the world's evolving. This is just I was able to justify it that way because at the end of the day it is a workplace movie and at the end of the day, it's, it's a, an amazing movie. It's a story about a, a billion-dollar company. Like the company is literally worth billions right now. Yeah, so. he took it from nothing to billions. Yeah, so I mean, there's no no arguing that he worked his ass off and made money. So there. I is. guess as soon there's as soon also, as the site goes live, that company like begins, right? So yeah, as soon as Eduardo funds yep. him, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really entertaining movie about something that should be very boring and uninteresting. But they make it just sing. It's very good, and it doesn't paint an unfair picture of Mark Zuckerberg or the whole thing that went down. Like it's it's not unfairly kind. It's it seems reasonable. It seems like yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I wasn't it, there, but it, it doesn't feel like they're taking a stance on one side or the other. It's very even. I guess keel. like initially when it came out, I think the reception was. They're going kind of hard on Mark Zuckerberg here. What did he do to deserve this portrayal, so to speak? Whether it's true or not. And then, like what we what we sure. know now about Mark Zuckerberg, like, oh, this movie is awfully kind. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it skates a weird line. It's it's been ebbs and flows ever sure. since. Uh, yeah. Written by Aaron Sorkin, directed by David Fincher. It's like a lethal combination, right? I mean, that's like a great director. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin fact. might be the great great screenwriter. Great score by. Oh, Tim it's Resnick. an unbelievable oh, yeah. score. It's probably like yeah. my favorite score, and so to speak. And it's just those like three notes, like dun dun dun. Like it's like, that's yeah. like, I'm working late on something. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on my Spotify playlist and just like have that going in the background. It's 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 good music. Um, the greatest use of CGI in a movie. I thought there were the Army Hammer twins. I really did. I thought they were a set of twins. I. There, there's two Army <laughs> for, I mean, for a while, I wasn't sure if that was one guy or not because I didn't know who Army right. Hammer was when I first saw the movie. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I thought, I'm like, wow, how come those guys haven't been in more things like together? They, you figured... They should be in Double Mint commercials. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's it's a flaw, flawless like look look at it. And uh, it's... Jesse Eisenberg, not my favorite actor. It's a brilliant, brilliant, no. brilliant performance. It's... He suits the role very and that's well. That's the thing. Like this is one of the. This is the, probably the first time we've talked about it. I'll show how good the performances are. These are stellar performances, top to bottom. In this movie. Sorkin movies are really hard to participate in and act in because the dialogue is really, really fast. And David Fincher is a really 
difficult director to work for because he has his exact vision and you better hit it or you're doing a million takes of it. The original choice for Mark Zuckerberg for this was Shia LaBeouf. He would have lasted two days, would have been very volatile and probably gotten fired, kicked off the set. No way he would have, like... Yeah, he has yes. a strong creative yeah. energy. Would've I think I think Eisenberg is, is exactly who they, they... I think they got the right person for this with Eisenberg, without question. Yeah, the no, I, opening I scene with him and Rooney Mara in the bar talking back and forth. I think they did something like 50 some odd takes of it and they nailed their dialogue every single time, but they had to do it faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. With Aaron Sorkin, you get a whole lot of information in a very tiny like space of time, but like you need it for this because these are like these are very these are smart yeah. people we're dealing with. Every, every character is like they are high IQ. Yeah, and Zuckerberg is particularly in this movie is a very yes. fast talker, like grueling pace. Trying to keep up with that man's conversation sure. is is a task. Also, um, JT Timberlake in this um, is amazing. So like it, he captivates you. This is his best role. 100%. I, I was gonna. Ju- I was literally just about to say that. Hundred percent, his best. His best role. I think it's his first really good role. Probably his best mm-hmm. role. Like, I, I'd, I'd have to think about it a little bit. I do like him in Trouble with the Curve. There's another, another movie he came out with called Palmer. I like him in that also. But um, it's good. Once he's on screen, it turns into the Justin Timberlake show, and I'm all about it. It's, <laughs> it's. Yeah, he really does steal the show, I guess, but that's also what they're trying to get across yes, with the character. It's, it's, it's perfect. It's well or, done. I mean, he's a real person, Great but movie. yeah. Also, it, uh,. It's, I guess kind of shares an antagonist because the guy from the internship is one of the is the the friend right Max of the Winklevosses. Yes. The Winklevi. That was a fun coincidence. I never realized ex- watching it this time. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. I only <laughs> he's know in him, both. He's in both I only movies. Know him I love. Three movies. It's this, the internship, and I think he's in Art School Confidential. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I, no. I have not. I know seen him that. from. I know him from uh, Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Oh, he's in that? Yeah, he's oh. uh, he's, he's a pretty pretty important role in Handmaid's Tale. I was gonna make sure he is in art. Yeah, he's in Art School Confidential. He's Jerome. Um, yeah, great pick, Joe. Can't fault you. Top top bubble for me. Thank you. Yeah, at least a bubble. Corey, what do you got, bud? Number one, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, yep. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like. Yeah, I, I better boiler. It was room. right on the edge. <laughs> it's, yeah, kind I of. mean, the it's it's just takes an hour longer. It does, to watch. does take an hour longer to watch. Uh, I mean, it's the same story, right? I mean, I looking like looking at the life of I can't remember Leo's character's name, who's a real guy. Um, looking at what what he did, I want to say Gavin Belson, but that's not it. Is it Jordan Jordan Belfort? No, that's Jordan that's... Jordan Belfort. Jordan yep. Belfort. Yep. Yes. Thank from, you. Uh, Silicon Valley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it like you look at it. They're they're the same movie. Like, just from different perspectives. From Jordan Belfort's perspective versus one of the guys that he's hiring and making him filthy rich. Like, really, really similar. Um, Same type of high energy. Same type of high like high pace and entertaining scenes when it comes to like the stock selling side of things. when he walks in and learns like like how much money he makes off of a penny stock, and he like does his first phone call pitch, that that scene is like is amazing to me. And 
It's like how much? Yeah, but like he, he like again that that actual phone call where he makes like five grand or whatever it was. Um, and everybody in the room just like stops what they're doing, hangs up their phones, and just stares. Because he is, he's that captivating of a salesperson that like you just can't not listen to it. Um, and then you've got the other side of it where the insane life that he lived and the how the man survived is staggering to me. But like that story where he drives the uh, the Lamborghini to the country club down oh. the road, that's real. That happened. Yeah, when he's driving it back on Quaaludes. Corey. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Say it, tell your story okay. again. Uh, I was just saying that 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 story that they told in the movie where he drove the Lamborghini down to make a phone call at the country club or down the street and drove back and he thought he did it perfectly without scratching the car, but he turned out he wrecked the thing on the way home. It's a real thing that happened. <laughs> like that's that's a hundred percent true story and it's equal parts horrifying and funny to me. Like I just I'm so captivated by this story, and I think that's what it is to me. Is like it's a very captivating story, a long movie. It's 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 it borders on too long. I, I get I, I definitely understand that critique, but it's just like I just really find this movie captivating. A couple of cool things about this movie: um, Matthew McConaughey scene where he's like pounding his chest or whatever. That's just mm-hmm. something Matthew McConaughey does, and he was actually doing it like off camera to like pump himself up for the scene and they loved it so they're like just do that that's what we're, we're gonna write this in so that's why kind of like what he did oh that's yeah. cool so yeah. they made that an important <laughs> part of that sure. yeah, they do that like giant games now to pump the crowd they'll show like the defense and players like standing off to the side pounding their chest to get the crowd into it so uh, it became like a thing um and secondly when this movie came out i saw an interview of jordan belfort with uh, Piers morgan and um, they were just talking about things that happened in the movie about Jordan Belfort's life. And uh, well, <laughs> Piers Morgan asked him, what's something that didn't make the movie that was like such a crazy thing that happened during this time period that uh, that you wish was in the movie or you can share with us uh, like today? And he's like, something crazy definitely happened, but I don't know if I can talk about it, especially like on camera. So he goes, I'll tell you what, we're going to go to commercial. Why don't you tell me during the commercial break? And if we can go go to it, then we'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. They come back from commercial. They don't even mention that this conversation took place. So I really desperately want to know what the hell, what uh, the hell was, was discussed. Yeah, right? that's, that's such a tease. <laughs> that's wrong. They, like, they have to at least be like, listen, I heard that story and whew, not on television, guys. And like move on. Like they oh, that's doesn't horrible. even bring it up like crazy. So it's like, oh wow, I really want to know what the hell they talked about. Yeah. yeah how bad was it? Damn. Ah, into the war. Yep. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street's really good. To Margot Robbie, right? That was like her first breakout role, if not her first role. First thing I ever saw her in. Did you have a Margot Robbie point? Oh, I was just saying that I, I watch things out of order, so I definitely saw her in Suicide Squad before I saw Wolf of Wall Street. But... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, this was not my That's first a, Mario yeah, Robbie. The first, uh, Mar- I saw it when it came out. So, oh, she's in About Time. I had no idea. About Time. Oh, is that the? Yeah. The Dom Gleason? I guess she's not. A, doesn't yeah, have okay. a big role in it. I guess not. Wonder if they let her be Australian in that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I doubt it, but. Anyway, good pick, Corey. Thank you. Can't fault you there. Oh, man. Do we have three different number ones? Yes, we do. 
That's, all yes, right. we do. Let's hear it, Matt. What you got? All the President's Men is my number one. If you don't know, if you don't know what All the President's that? Men is, it's a movie. You, th- it's about the take town of the Nixon administration via the Watergate scandal, as told by the Washington Post. Two reporters, Carl Bernstein and Rob uh, Bob Woodward, um, based on a true story, based on their book. And you would think it's more about politics. It's really not. It's more about journalism. It's the best journalism movie ever made. And it does center around the people at the Washington Post who investigated and came up with this story. And if you like how newspapers have like come together and, and journalism, the aspects of journalism, this is definitely the movie for you. Like A lot of it takes place in the office of the Washington Post where they're, you know, it's a newspaper office, so there's a lot of different... Just like the Post. Exactly like the Post. Except, frankly, these events... The events of the Post take place before the events of uh, All the President's Men. But um, yeah. no, I, All the President's Men is a far superior movie to the Post. And uh, I mean, you did say it was it the is. number one it, journalism it sure, movie it sure, ever made. It sure is. So. Um, Wait, is that true? What? The Post is based on the Pentagon Papers. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I'm like, th- okay, yes, mm-hmm. you're right. I'm thinking the other one. Um, shit, Mark Ruffalo. Spotlight. Thank Spotlight. you, Spotlight. Yeah, Spotlight came out well after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm for what I, yeah. I got the post. Um, yeah, I got the post in Spotlight. Confused for a second. Spotlight's a tremendous film on its own, right? But uh, <laughs> the what? The Washington Post office is like the central, like focal point of this movie, and them going around interviewing different people for it. So it's a little bit more workplace centric than Spotlight. So it's, it's why I, I picked it instead. And um, mm-hmm. and it's just like the, the you got to see the movie. It's just like that office setting is like really like kind of like makes it for me. And just the fact like it, during that age, like people that ran newspapers were powerful, powerful men. That's how people actually got their news back then. So it was really important that they got their story right. And they were taking on the highest ranking uh, official in this country. And they were going to take him down and in that person's backyard. So it's, uh, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Corey, have you seen it? All the President's yeah. Men? No. You you would love it. It's, it's uh yeah. I mean, it's definitely a movie that I it needs to be on my list of things from a lot. history standpoint for sure. Exactly. Yeah, um, Joe, I think you'd like it also. But... It's got Robert Redford, Dustin and Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman. Yep. Dustin Hoffman yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Jason. So I'm sure it's good. Very good movie. A household name. I don't know. Who it, it is. He's like a classic actor. You'll know him when you see him. He is oh, Billy no. Haywood's uh, grandfather in Little Big League. The picture of him on Wikipedia is from 1956, so okay. I did not get that immediately. <laughs> but yes, that's <laughs> now I know I who you're he's talking. Also, the voice of the demon in The Exorcist. Oh, I didn't know that it had a voice. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen The Exorcist. Oh, it definitely has a voice. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. I just don't remember what it sounds like. All right. That's it. That's our top five. Guys, we did it. That's great our great list. Today. Absolutely. Yeah. Do a lot of uh, 
whatever the reverse of commonality yes. is, differentiation. Not yeah. a lot of commonality at all. Do we want to reveal our bubbles? No. Sure. I'll go sure. first with this one. I had Social Network, as I said before. Major League did bubble for me as well. Broadcast News, which is a movie I've talked about. I don't know if I talked about it on this show, but maybe the other show. It's a really good movie. That's more about television journalism. Just like uh, news has evolved throughout time, which I said earlier, and, and this takes place in the late 80s, and it's the fine line between what is news and what is sensationalized news, and people's moral high ground it's it's really good it, definitely check that out and the fact that it takes place in a television studio it's it's in the all the work that goes into producing a new show it's it's uh it fits the category and my last bubble is deep water horizon Ooh, another i haven't another seen another that Dylan O'Brien. yeah it's just it's it's the um the uh oil tanker that blew up based on a true story and those are people going to work doing their job and then the customer is a real asshole that wants something done a certain way and a catastrophe happens, which I feel happens not maybe not on that scale, but every single day. <laughs> yes. Customer's no, we do what we do for a reason, and then you're going to make us do something wrong because you want it done that way, and it's going to screw everything up. And you know what? It resonated with me. But it's a good movie. Definitely check out Deepwater Horizon. Fair. For sure. Bubbles, either one of you. Uh, my bubbles, okay. yeah. My bubbles were waiting. Nice. Okay. okay. Yeah, it fits. Yeah, and uh, high fidelity. Yeah, I like that movie. It's an excellent movie, but it's not about him owning the record store. It's about his relationship. So I decided it wouldn't make the list. Pam, like... Pam's first, the first one she said was high fidelity, and I was like, I, I, I'm with you on hundred percent. I didn't think there was enough about the workplace to to rationalize putting it on there. I would have put Empire Records on before High Fidelity. I think High Fidelity is mm. a better movie if you take out the relationship aspect and focus on the record store more. <laughs> Those are the scenes I want to see more of. Fair enough, honestly. It does leave some to be desired. Uh, my... like... oh, no, go ahead. So, this, sorry, this, for High Fidelity, because they're essentially, he's the owner of the record store, but his employees are clerks in a record store. It's very similar to clerks, clerks in that aspect, where coworkers just hang out and talk about random crap. I kind of love that. Like the Return of the Jedi argument. Yeah, I want more of yeah, that. It's, oh, yes. geez. Mm-hmm. It's like such a... I hired, I hired these guys for three days a week. <laughs> they started showing up every day. That was three years ago. I can't get rid of they're, them. They're coming up with their top five song <laughs> lists for like top five songs to play at your funeral and like and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the Return of the Jedi private contractor speech in uh, Clerks, that discussion. That's like random yeah. stupid discussions that you have with your friends all the time. Highly enjoyable. All the, all the top five stuff in that made me think of this podcast. I'm like, this is, movie was perfect and made for this podcast. Well, we'll fit it in on some list soon enough, I'm sure. Yes. Corey, what you got for Bubbles, man? Uh, Bubbles, I had Social Network was my top bubble. Um, Boiler Room was in there, in that list. The, the rest of my bubbles were just kind of like, I would have liked to, but I couldn't. Um, liar, Liar. Okay. Enough, okay. Enough, of the, enough of the scenes either happened in his law office or in the courtroom that I'm like, I'm cool with it. Um, still got edged out by clerks and thank you for smoking, which it was a surprising cut for me. I thought that was going to make my list. Um, so did I, yeah, I love, love, love that movie, but I, I think with workplace movies, they should be a little more lighthearted and funny a lot of the times. Um, so I have, it's a very comedy heavy list that I made today. Um, that's three out of five. 
Uh, I guess mine's four, three and a half out of five. Probably. What's the half? I think Wolf of Wall Street has some pretty serious ass moments. I think that movie's mostly yeah. serious. Yeah. Tommy Boy, Anchorman, Clerks would be three comedy, four comedies. Oh, I don't think I don't necessarily consider Clerks a straight comedy either. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, nonetheless, uh, thank you for smoking. is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, um, it's definitely the first time I ever saw Aaron Eckhart in a, in a film. Um, Kate Hudson. Yeah, Kate Hudson's in it. She's she has a really good role in it. Um, it's different. It's satirical and. Oh, J.K. Simmons is in it. Forgot about that. He's he in is everything. in everything. Um, Good for him. Yeah, really, really fun movie. Really fun movie. If you haven't seen it yet, I would definitely recommend that. All right, now we're up to the madness portion of the show. We will now spin a digital wheel to determine which five movies will make our definitive list. Each of us have the right to veto a selection that we disagree with. However, prior to the show, we have each protected a selection from our own individual list. These selections cannot be vetoed. If a veto attempt is made on a protected film, that veto is thrown out and that person loses their one and only veto. Mic drop. Mic drop. Pad drop. <laughs> Sounds <Yes>. worse. <laughs> We don't want the Mitch wheel. No Mitch no. wheel, not today. <laughs> and Mitch won. <laughs> Let's call him up. Uh, I like how this wheel has stats. Like we've spun it 168 times. It's a good app. <laughs> yeah. That is a good app. Yeah. It's interesting. All right, first spin is in, boys. It is Corey number three. Tommy boy. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. All right. Next spin is in Joe number four. Clerks. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, next spin. Corey number two. The internship, baby. All right. Yeah. That's really the only one I wanted to uh, make. Honestly, same. <laughs> Three comedies. All right. <laughs> next list. Uh, next list. Next spin. Comedy helps us deal with the monotony and soul-crushingness of work. Show number one. Social network. All right. I'm about to get shut out here. Last spin. I mean, you got internship. It's true. Matt number two, which is office go. space. Wow. This is a great fucking top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Very good. No vetoes? We're all good? No. God, no. Um, ah, all right. There's, there's not a lot I'm going to veto here. Okay. Before we get into ordering this, I protected all the president's men. Tommy boy. Okay. I protected social network. Okay. Right on. Oh, boy. Okay. Tommy boy, the internship, clerk, social network, office space. There's commonalities between the internship for all three of us, clerks for two of us, Office space for two Office of space us. Space for two of us. Then Tommy Boy and Social Network are on their own. All right. Well, looking at commonality, Office Space I think is a two-two. Yep. Internships two-three-five. Yep. And Clerks is four, I want to say a four-five. Four-five. Right. Yep. Right. Social Network was your number one, and Correct. Tommy Boy was Corey's number three. I think Tommy Boy should be five. I'm fine with that. I third that sentiment. 
Okay. And if it ends up, I'm okay with taking the social network at four. I feel like the social network shouldn't be lower than three. I don't think a number one movie should slide below three. Clerks is a four five. Yeah, it's got more commonality, but it's still lower echelon on the list. I feel like that makes more sense at four. I'm, f- I'm, I'm okay for, with that ordering I'm for too. Clerks at four. Just looking at what we have, I think the social network is the best remaining movie on the list. I mean, it is the best movie, yes, and but I it's think, got no commonality. I know, but it b- top bubbles for us, it, like, practically has commonality. Yeah, like, it, I, I go a little more serious on my list. Social Network makes it without a question. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, it definitely shouldn't be lower than three. Um, I'm fine with Office Space at three. I also am fine with Office Space at three. Okay. And yeah, then we're battling fine. the internship and social network for our one two. For one and two. Yeah. Part of me kind of wants to put the internship. <laughs> I really at want one. to put the internship at one. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I really wanted that one. I love both of these movies for different reasons. Like, yeah, it's, same. I don't really have like a dog in the fight. So to they speak. could not be more different. No, they they, they really <laughs> they could. I mean, they could be, but not by much, um, man. Like, they're both tech companies. They're both workplace movies. (laughs) You both want internship at one, and then you would downvote me two to one. So I mean, well, you want you want social network at one. Yeah, I I would sleep better with that being higher than (laughs) internship. I mean, I mean, we've all agreed it's a better movie than the internship. Yeah, the internship's just internship like I'm fine with either order for enjoyability, not necessarily because it's the best movie. Internship was my five, and technically Social Network was my six. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with either way. Like, honestly, I, I'm happy regardless. So, Gotta take a stand here. Like, I don't know if it actually came through or not, but like I was saying, the internship was naturally my two, so I think it belongs at number two. And if you, okay. I mean... Yeah, like I'm, I love, okay. I'd love to see it at number one. But do are we doing this list justice by putting the internship above the Social Network? Probably, Probably not. not. No, in my heart of hearts. So, so Social Networks lands at one, and in, internship at two. I'm okay with that. I'm one thousand percent okay with that. Okay, all right, solid, solid list. I can't wait to hear it all in all its glory. All right, I guess I'll reveal it now then. The top five workplace movies coming in at number five, Tommy Boy. Number four, Clerks. Number three, Office Space. Number two, The Internship. And the number one workplace movie, The Social Network. Great list. This is a phenomenal list. list. I went four out of five. If if I was like, if I didn't put like any thought and like just went with like the first things off the top of my head, this, that would have been my top five. It, like writing them all. I'm, I'm a little hurt by your comments now. No, but like, <laughs> like looking at it and like choosing other, like wanting to choose different things and trying to find other things that were right for me. Like these are the first five movies I thought of. Is uh, is probably the better way to say it. First five movies I wrote down okay. were Social Network, Internship, Office Space, Clerks, and Tommy Boy. Uh, although I didn't have Clerks or Tommy Boy, I don't fault it. I'm gonna say that I had Social Network because again, it's. <laughs> It's six. Like, it's right there. It's, it's there. Right it's on there. the page. It's just, I don't know. If for some reason, I felt I had to put it lower. But no. If if we're if we're rolling with this, it's number one. 
Okay. Yeah, no arguing here. Absolutely. Fair enough. Yeah. None by me. Oh man, that was a good list. This was a good one. Great list. Was, this was fun. This is this is a good one. Uh, I guess it's that time of the show where we plug social media. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at five movie madness at gmail.com. That's the number five. That is also our Twitter handle. If you want to tweet at the show page, we all follow it. I don't know if anyone else does, but uh, <laughs> one day someone else will. I think Mitch just followed hey. it. We don't really post from it either, so I mean, we... <laughs> no, I should work on that's, that. That's on us. Twitter, Twitter's yeah. a uh, game of give and take. We got to give a little. It is. Um, you could follow us individually on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is mr underscore Janny J A N N Y. Matt Jansen. Talk sports, movies, whatever you want to talk about. Um, Corey, what's your Twitter handle, buddy? If you want to talk all things nerd, Dungeons and Dragons, Star Wars, Marvel, sports, really anything you can nerd out about, you can find me on Twitter at I am City Folk Soul. If you want to talk beer, find me on Instagram at For Craft's Sake. Uh, and if you want to fight with me about the internship, really come at me wherever you want. I will defend it with my last dying breath. God damn it. And Joe, greatest Twitter handle of all time. <laughs> I'm at Juice Clerk. If you want to send me quotes from either the internship or the social network, or Tommy Boy, or Office Space, any of these movies, really. Gets me every time. Um, send us a review. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify now. So Hell yeah. Uh, we did, we did it. it. We're on there. It was a long and arduous process. It took about 15 minutes. Yeah. Three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of texting back and forth, but that's about it. Uh, I didn't even know this was happening. How did I miss all this? Neither did I until it was already started, and I was like, "No, I right. just after the show, I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna put this on Spotify. I need this." And Joe sent it to me, and then uh, I just answered the question. So that was happened in the middle of the night. You have to wait a long time to figure out if you made it or not. By long, I mean like eight hours, but. It was like the next day. It was the next morning. It's very tense, though. Because there's no yeah, going yeah. back. This, 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 this is make or break our podcast. Shot. Not Mr. Tant. Tant. Never mind. Um. Eight Mile. Hey! <laughs> All right. I guess that'll do it, right? We don't have to plug anything else. No, just keep listening to That's our show. Find, give us, review us on iTunes. Right. Please. And That'd be fun. We leave, five five stars. stars. Only five stars. Use the number of stars as the spots on our list. That's it. All right. And I guess we'll leave you with a cut from Sting's new album. Good night, everybody. That's a really deep reference if you guys got it. (laughs) I did not, know. I was just wishing I knew a Sting song. Uh, Message in the bottom. (laughs) So, you know the Bill O'Reilly fuck it, we'll do it live? uh, Um. Should we stop first, or is this making the episode? I don't know. You can leave it in or cut it. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. The Bill O'Reilly okay. clip, fuck it, we'll do it live. I'll write it, we'll do it live. When he's like, I host mm-hmm. it, was it hard copy or whatever? Yeah. He's, yeah. um, the actual line, he was supposed, he's supposed to say, and here's Sting to play us out, and he doesn't know what play us out means. So he's freaking out. He's like, there's no words here. There's no, I don't know what to say. I can't do it. <laughs> so if you watch the whole clip, and then he actually goes on camera goes and we'll now leave you with sting with a cut from his new album and then he goes ballistic off camera so it's, it's kind of funny that's actually how, really funny how much of a sting song can you play without us being copyright infringement uh zero is it like 10 seconds 
No, that's 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 it's a an myth. old wise tale. Unless we're doing like a parody of it or something that's covered under other law, I can't. That's a that's myth. That's why we use like copyright free music. Yeah. Bullshit. I've been lied to yeah. my whole life by the internet and people I know. Well, I guess that makes sense because there was a trivia show I was listening to, and uh, one of the categories is name that tune, and uh, mm-hmm. the competitors were listening to the song, and then they put a disclaimer up, and they just had somebody humming the song in the background. But we were at—that's what the audience was hearing. It was good stuff. Yeah. Oh, the humming. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess we can stop this now. Yeah, yeah we should probably stop it. it at some yeah. Point. <laughs> yeah, we should stop it. All right, guys. Uh, three, two, one. Stop.